This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, October 11th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Jonah Booker has the week off. We will get to recruiting in a moment, but I want to start off, Bill, talking about, um, I mean, you follow these kids when they're being recruited, obviously, closer than anyone. Um, your biggest pleasant surprises for the Buckeyes this year. Um, we'll start on the offensive side of the ball. Who has been the biggest pleasant surprise for you for the Buckeyes this year on the offensive side of the ball? Well, I'd have to go with Justin Fields and his ability to not turn the ball over. I mean, you know, we're we're looking at a uh, first-year starter at quarterback at a school like Ohio State, and through six games, he uh, he really only has one turnover. He has that one interception um, through six games. Um, he uh, there was the play in the Miami game where he uh, fumbled the ball and rolled out of the end zone, but Technically, they're not counting that as a turnover, but as a safety rather than a turnover. So through six games, he has just one turnover, one interception. It, to me, that's really that's ridiculous uh, for a first-year starter. It's almost ridiculous for any starter, let alone a guy that's in his first year uh, at a major college and doing what he's doing, putting up the numbers he has, that's just fantastic. So uh, I, I fully expected Justin Fields to be very good this year, and I, I said that many times um, talking to people. Uh, I really trust that Georgia, you know, they, they talked about how what a good quarterback he's going to be, but still, I don't think anybody would expect that level of efficiency. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, if I had to name a player, a single player, I guess I would go with Devon Hamilton. I think he's really been fantastic. I did a, something um, uh, last week about players that have exceeded their high school ranking, um, you know, coming out of high school where they were ranked by the services, and he was one of the guys high up on that list. And I think he's taken it almost to another level this year. I think he's been outstanding um, naming one player. But in general, I'd have to say that the – ability of the Ohio State defense to stop the run. I think they've been uh, really tremendous. And, you know, you got to give a lot of credit to the new coordinators, Jeff Halfley and Greg Madison and, and the new coaches, Al Washington and Matt Barnes, helping out with the secondary. Of course, everyone knew Larry Johnson is, is as good as it gets in the business. But their ability overall to stop the run has just been spectacular to me. I love both those answers. I mean, they um... – 
just, I mean, there's so many, just across the board, if you're getting grades to this team, it'd be like A's across the board, maybe an A-minus sprinkled in here and there, although I don't know who would get an A-minus. When you're talking about position groups, uh, there's some players that wouldn't grade out as an A, but uh, I am just so impressed with this team across the board. And Justin Fields, you could have just said Justin Fields. I, I like how you elaborated on the way he's taking care of the football. I mean, he's been so good um, in every facet, but... Yeah, I agree with you. That's been the most impressive thing about him, and there's so much that's impressive about him. His toughness, which Ryan Day went on and on about this week, I thought that was a really good point. That I mean, Justin Fields has taken some hard hits, and he bounces right back up like nothing happened. He's a well-put-together young man, and he throws the ball so well, he runs the ball well, but the way he takes care of the football is paramount. So I like that one. All right, as promised, let's uh, switch gears and talk some recruiting here with the Dean. Let's start with running back recruiting um, in the 2020 class. Just you know, fill the listeners in on what they need to know about running back recruiting. What, what's the latest that you're hearing with guys like Jameer Gibbs and just anybody else you want to bring up? I guess the latest you need to know is that they still need a running back in the class. But uh, <laughs> uh, um, they're going to, you know, seriously, they're going to get one uh, quite possibly too. But uh, the thing that I think people maybe lose sight they they would like to sign two running backs and to be honest um you know they they had one locked up they had uh they had B. John robinson you know he was going to go to ohio state but uh that just didn't work out because uh his family really uh, you know preferred that he uh not go that far away that they uh you know that wasn't wasn't going to happen is in that really held that up so it, it, and to be honest, I thought, you know, I, and I still think that he is the best running back in the country. So uh, that was, you know, really hard, uh, a tough break that, that you miss out on a guy that you really did have and a guy that uh, is as good as it gets. So um, they are looking for at least one running back, and the goal would be to get a, a an every down back and an all-purpose back. Uh, there are still, you know, four or five guys right now that they are uh, in contention for or in the mix for or that, uh, you know, there's consideration. Um, you know, we've kind of heard the names by now, Kevontae Bradford, Trey Bradford from uh, <clears throat> Texas. You've got, you know, Michael Drennan. You've got E.J. Smith um, and, and Mayan Williams. But the guy that I think is really the most intriguing guy is Jamar Gibbs. Uh, Jameer Gibson, he, you know, he is, he is a difference maker to me. You know, I, I know he's not rated as a five-star guy, but you watch his film and you see what he's done this season and, and he's got tremendous talent. He is committed to Georgia Tech and, uh, some people think that there's, well, why in the world would you stick with Georgia Tech when you've got schools like Ohio State? The other big ones, Georgia coming back in looking at him now. But I, I don't think it's a, a, a done deal, so to speak, that he flips to someone. You know, I, I think he's considering it. Um, if he wasn't, he wouldn't be visiting Ohio State. And I just talked with uh, with Gibbs again a, a couple of days ago, and he is still going to make an unofficial visit to Ohio State for the Maryland game. And if that goes well, um, he'll make an official visit back to Ohio State. And, you know, Dave, how many times has the visit not gone well for Ohio State? That doesn't happen very often. So I, I have to assume he's going to make an official visit back to Ohio State. Tony Alford was down to see him on Tuesday. And he's a guy that I think uh, would be a great addition to this Ohio State class. That is great news about Gibbs. As you said, I mean, we, you know, he might stick with Georgia Tech, but just the fact that he's planning on taking an unofficial visit for the Maryland game and then 
perhaps an official after that bodes very well for the Buckeyes, as you eloquently put it. All right, to finish this show here, um, what's the latest on C.J. Stroud? Like, where do you have your crystal ball in for the Buckeyes? Just what you know? What do you think is going to end up happening with uh, the quarterback from Rancho Cucamonga, California? Uh, we can go real quick on this one. I think he's going to be a Buckeye. How's that? But uh, now to, to expand a little bit, uh, he uh, he visited Ohio State this past weekend and it went very well. Um, as I mentioned at the time, he, he announced, so to speak, a, uh, a scholarship offer from Ohio State um, this week. He had actually been offered by the Buckeyes before that. He just had wanted to wait to announce that, uh, the offer. Uh, but he had been offered by Ohio State. You know, he made everything went very well. Uh, he is planning to make an official visit back to Ohio State. That will uh, very, very likely be after the end of his senior football season. Um, he kind of wants to just concentrate right now on his senior football season. Uh, but he will make an official visit back, and um, it's not a done deal. You know, he uh, is still considering a couple other schools, Baylor being one of them, um, and there is even a chance he'll take three, four, five, perhaps all five official visits before he makes a decision. But uh, from everything I've been told, you know, I, I like the chances that he's going to end up in Ohio State's class. And if that happens, you know, what a coup would be for Ryan Day and Mike Yersich, um to, to lay. They've already got a commitment from Jack Miller, who, by the way, is going to be back in action tonight. He was been out with a shoulder injury, shoulder bruise bone. Um, he's going to be back in action tonight. If Ryan Day and Mike Yersis can land two quarterbacks of the caliber of Jack Miller, who has passed for over 8,000 yards in his high school career, and then C.J. Stroud, you know, that would be tremendous. It would be kind of shades of uh, – at one time, the the Buckeyes had on their roster uh, a young man named Joe Burrow to go along with Dwayne Haskins, and, and we, we can see how the, how good those two guys are. So uh, perhaps Jack Miller and uh, C.J. Stroud could be talked about uh, in the same vein one of these days. I lied to you. I said that was to close the show. I have one more question for you. Um, roughly how many players do you think will be in this 2020 class for the Buckeyes? Well, I think there'll be at least 26, uh, counting uh, Jake Siebert, the kicker. Again, he's not going to go on scholarship right away. So, uh, you know, that helps out the scholarship situation. He won't go on scholarship until January. So I think there'll be at least 26 with him, and I wouldn't be surprised if it if it gets to 27. I, I kind of don't think it's going to get to 28. But I, I think if I had to answer that right now, I would go with 26 or 27 counting Jake Siebert. Great stuff, as always, from the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Thank you very much, Bill, and thank you to all listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land.